It's Thursday. Today is Thursday. I've brought you the greatest gift of all. Oh, yeah? Well, in that case... Entertain me! It's showtime! Make use of the help that God puts around you. We are not a glum lot. A promise is a promise. It's very simple. Just don't drink and go to meetings. Give time, time. Easy does it. I do it. Want to have self-esteem? Just do esteemable things. One day at a time. We carry the message, not the alcoholic. Don't quit before the miracle happens. Hey, it was an effective character. So you guys sitting around talking about our personal experience in recovery. Hey, I'm Mike. I'm Dennis. And James here. The opinions are our own. We don't represent any particular organization, institution, or fellowship. Today we'll be sharing our experience on anonymity and how to spell it. And this episode 129 of the Defective Characters Podcast. Let's go. Woohoo. Mike, All I, right. got, I think I got the wrong notes. I have here, we're talking about Rus- Russian nesting dolls. Oh. Uh, Did you still want to do that, Dennis? Or because of the Ukraine situation, do you yeah, want to pick I, I, that off? Yeah, I thought it was kind of a sensitive subject. Yeah, we, we have to wait until either Russia or the Ukraine are obliterated, and then we can talk about it. No, no, no. Until Putin is obliterated, the people can stay, okay. and the innocent country can stay. Yeah, but there's always another doll inside. Oh, <laughs> but that's true. There'll be another oligarch that comes into power, and then his people will have to decapitate him, too. That's actually a pretty good uh, comparison, huh? Of like yeah. our addiction. There's always a doll inside, you know. <laughs> All <laughs> you right, but to... that's we're gonna save that for another week. Sorry, I got you my have... notes crossed. You have to kill the doll. It's all about killing the doll inside the doll inside the doll inside yeah. the doll, inside the doll. It's alcohol and drugs and cigarettes. There it is. And gambling. It's all about taking the dolls outside of yourself. Wait, yeah. gamb- gambling's bad? Oh. <laughs> it can be. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, so how was the last week, James? How was everything? Yay, I love when I'm first. Was, was it good? <laughs> <laughs> well, then go first. I, I, I know. I, I thought it was comedy gold, but it's not really. Dead air is awful. <laughs> So, um, <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> no, what did you do? You you hung out with your boys this past week. Oh, oh yeah, that, that was before? that was good. Um, he applied to one college, and um, <laughs> we were um, he applied to a college, and I asked him, you know, what's what's your motivation for college? He's like. I don't know. Location and price. I was like, oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) You know what, though? At least price is one of those, right? Yeah. He picked, uh, and then he goes to this website called collegescore.com. And um, the one he applied to, it was like ranked 160 out of 180. (laughs) And I was like, well, yeah. at least you'll know you'll get in. And it's literally right next to his, um, it's FIU, but it's right next to his um, elementary school that he went to his whole life. And then his high school that he went, they're all on the same street. <laughs> so he would be going to elementary, high school and college on the same street. And I was like, I guess that's one way to do it. Um, 
No, he needs to get out of there and like go adventure. We've got some work to do. He they got they got off the third week of March for spring break. So I I requested off that week. So I'm, I'm hopefully I'll go down and scoop him up and bring him up here and try not to play too much. It's just when I see them, all I want to do is play and uh, have fun. But um, we'll we'll at least dedicate a couple hours to college. <laughs> uh, how crazy is the application process for the one that, like, did, was there an essay that he had to write and everything? Yeah, or was it, yeah. he he has to do an essay, and he's definitely balking on the essay. Um, but um, for the one he chose, there was no essay required, and um, you know. Basically, he did the whole application himself. He asked me for a couple things like, oh, what's your social? What's this? But at the end, he just needed the the money for the, the application fee. But um, I, I remember that, 20, that process was terrible. Yeah. That, like, I applied to, I don't know about you guys, I applied to, I feel like, five or six. And the whole ordeal and then the financial aid and having to sit down my father does not know computers and he didn't know computers back then either and it was it was just awful it was one of the <laughs> worst experiences ever and having to endure this and then i remember my parents because they were divorced at the time for four years still did not communicate well at all so trying to like do it was just I'm I'm dreading it. I'm looking ahead and I'm like, oh God, in another what 13 years I'm gonna have to do it with Olivia. It's gonna be awful. Yeah. So I I hope it's better. Maybe they've changed things though. Well, he I know computers, but Chris knows them I think a little better than me. So it really works out well. Like if I'm just uh oh, here's my credit card number. Um but he he is a procrastinator to the highest extent, but he works great under pressure. Like it's, when he has an assignment, he gets it done and it's an A paper, but he does it the last minute. So he's up till four o'clock in the morning. I can relate to that. But um, he are, he wanted to go to university of Miami. He already missed his shot for that because that was due in November. So he's really against the wire now. Um, so I don't know what he's going to do, but I'm glad he didn't choose University of Miami because that's like two hundred thousand dollars to go to that school. It's yeah, insane, it's gross. <laughs> yeah, but he might be able to get some scholarships and stuff though too. I think that's what he really needs to work on scholarships. Yeah, but because he like he is born in Florida, right? Yes, like he he and went to school in Florida, so he can get like the bright future scholarship or something like the yeah. Florida stuff. He's like, Dad, it, it's asking about a, a prepaid um, college program. I was like, yeah, I didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I, I didn't tell him I spent it on alcohol. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, I'm sure he knows. You know? <laughs> Thanks, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't mean that as cutting as it came off. I, I really apologize. I laugh, um, but, you know, I, I wish I would have set them up to succeed a, a little better, but I can always make you, up for it now. Yeah, buddy. You know, and that's that's also probably why you want to uh, play with them and uh, make sure that uh, 
you know, you're laser laser focused with them when you have them, you know, that's, yeah, it's the most, most important thing is what you do today. So you're, uh, you're doing it. So I wish you the best of luck in the future application process and wherever, wherever he wants to go and gets into is where he's supposed to go. Right. I did look up a, an art college up here in Orlando area. And when he went to the college score.com, it was, it had like an 80% dropout rate and the mm. acceptance rate was a hundred percent. So anyone can get into that college. And I was like, okay, so maybe not go here. <laughs> I won't disclose yeah. the name. Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot, a lot of art colleges, uh, people drop out because then they get what they think they need and then they're out, you know? Oh, okay. Ber- the Berkeley College of Music, uh, where it- I did a walkthrough and John Mayer was one of the big names that I remember that stands out, but a lot of musicians would go and they said, we, we see the people that graduate are actually unsuccessful. The successful people are the ones that actually get what they need and then get out and then go back years later and maybe get their their degree oh, elsewhere. I you know, know that. That so sense. a lot a lot of arts are like that just because I had a, a couple art degrees and people are like, really, you graduated? And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yep, <laughs> which is why I make this much for a living. <laughs> and once a week I hang out. On a phone with Dennis and James. Um, oh, woe is me. But the studio I'm, is nice. I'm sure he'll be successful, pal. You know, have, ha, also having two loving parents is something that, uh, you know, a lot of kids don't have or don't appreciate. So you are setting them to succeed, setting them up to succeed today. Thanks. Sweet. Yeah. Anything else, Dennis? Me? Um, what did I do? Um, I've been really focused on this war thing. Um, this is a, without going into much detail, I just want to say how strange it is that this is like an information war where you can literally go on like Twitter and places and like get a play-by-play as if you're watching a football game of everything that's going on in a country all the way across the world and, like, get information, like, quicker than news stations get information. It's insane. But, um, yeah, other than that, I'm, you know, working on mine and James's project, making a lot of, like, connections and relationships with people. And I'm working on a new project that I was going to wait until we put James's project out, but I think it's time to like get this project out. It's just timely in the market. So I've been working on that. See, I had breakfast with Steve yesterday. That was cool. Steve and Tanya, Mike and Jarrett came by to say hi. That was nice. Um, other than that, I don't know. There's no really good shows except for Gilded Age Out. I'm watching that. It's pretty good. I like Gilded Age. I think it's great. 
but it's like one it's one episode a week it's a yeah yeah, it's a it's like it's by the guy who created uh downton abbey julian fellows who's also an mp in the british parliament and a knight but uh it's just like downton abbey except set like turn of the century new york basically so it's good just a bunch of drama yeah it's pure drama yeah but it's not, it's it's very well done drama. Um, How's your? Yeah, no, no, no. You're, you're collecting you're collecting crystals now. How's that going? I'm collecting crystals. Yeah. Where'd you hear that from? Hmm? You just, you told me that you're collecting ornate crystals for healing purposes. That's not true. <laughs> no. Oh. I don't it's... collect rocks. It's, it sounds like a healthier thing than looking on Twitter about war that you can't participate <laughs> in, Dennis. <laughs> no, like, I'll say something about, like, what really surprised me about, like, the the crypto NFT community is that, like, when the war broke out, right, obviously in that community, there's people from all over the world. So there's literally artists that are in Ukraine that are like in the NFT community. So like we kind of like the community as a whole and like the rich people in it and stuff like that, like all started collecting like lists of artists that are in Ukraine that have art that's up for sale in the NFTs. So literally like the group banded together and like bought tons of art from people in Ukraine and funneled like millions of dollars into Ukraine through NFTs and cryptocurrencies like within a day right like within 24 hours there's just millions instantly into Ukraine that those people could use to help you know help their efforts where like you know Red Cross still isn't there yet you know what I'm saying it's pretty phenomenal to like watch it play out, but uh, yeah, the future is community. But yeah, other than that, it's been a good week. What's going on with you, Mike? Oh, uh, just made friend made uh, plans with two of my best friends uh, to go see the Batman next weekend. So excited about that! Uh, Hopefully, Dennis. I think Dennis has to watch every Batman movie in between now and then. So that wait, way, no, this is the first one in this series, so I don't have to watch any of the other ones. Okay, well, that's not the spirit. Okay, but, uh, but that's that's pretty good. I uh, <laughs> let me see. I've been getting into a lot of uh, comedies that are i don't know what you call them what do you call the type of comedy that's like the naked gun movies or the airplane movies like slapstick kind of well kind of like like that but like absurd like there's a a lot of puns parodies Um, yeah so mcgruber uh was a movie that came out in 2010 based on a character on saturday night live an actor called will forte and he has a uh, TV show that came out in December based on that. Um, him, uh, Kristen, Kristen Wig, yeah. So it's great. It's fantastic. Uh, what is that? On? It's on Peacock. 
Okay. So I got I got to log in if you need, uh, but totally recommend it. Uh, the guy Lawrence Fishburne uh, is a character in it. Billy Zane and Ryan Phillippe. So they got the original three, um, and then added a couple more. Oh, Sam Elliott's in it too. Really good, really funny. If you got Peacock and you want to laugh, uh, but just be prepared to know that it's like the airplane movies or the naked gun movies where there's a lot of that. Um, but they can also curse since it's like on a, uh, streaming platform like that. So there's, there's some of that, but I don't know. I kind of got into it. My favorite movies are dramas. I don't know. I always gravitate towards like those that are a little slower paced, like a garden state. Um, but I'd been mixing it up with that and actually watching probably the most amount of shows um, that I'd seen in a really long time. Just because I try to take my, I guess, mind off of working so much because I always feel like I have to do the next thing. And I find myself really tired, like exhausted. So that has helped me kind of taking my mind and putting it towards something else. So that's what I've been doing. Olivia's doing good. Um, yeah, I don't know. Nothing, nothing too, too crazy, crazy <laughs> there. So, uh, anonymity came up, which Dennis, do you know how to spell anonymity? No. What you, do you want to try? No. You know? <laughs> anonymity. I'm just happy I can say it. <laughs> so uh it was it was something i thought of because the the program of alcoholics anonymous has in my mind changed of what anonymity is at the end of uh our home group and a lot that i've heard they i don't even know what it's called like the 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 closing statement is something to the effect of remember what you hear here, what is said here, who you see here, let it stay here, and everybody goes here, here. And here, here. The, I guess, originally when I came into AA, I was thinking about how I felt when somebody else was talking about how I was in recovery. And I would say, like, hey, it's anonymous. And I didn't realize like the different uh, emotions that came with being in recovery based on um, that. It's nobody else's business that I don't drink. Right. I think that was, that was said most. And I ran into a situation where my father-in-law who I worked for told every employee and every salesperson <laughs> that I was in recovery and didn't drink. He told every uh, friend of his, which they had a like a, a small like little lake cottage, and everybody would get together. And yes, I used to drink with them, but I don't I don't know if he did it to. He just loved gossip, so I took it as he was gossiping about me. But he could have been doing it trying to like be like, hey, don't offer Mike a drink you know, to, to help me, but I didn't take it as that. So I got into a fight with him and I said, it's really, it's nobody's business. 
and got so mad. And I said, like, it's anonymous. Like, you know, uh, it, you know, don't, it's, it's not up to you to talk about my stuff. And then I realized it's not up to me to be concerned with what somebody else is going to do that I can't control. You know, I, I don't talk about, even with you guys, if I said like, if I went to a meeting with Dennis and James said, Oh, how was the meeting? Usually we talk about who we hang out with outside the meetings. Like, Dennis just did as far as you went out with Steve and Tanya and I won't say, Oh, this person was there. That person was there. They said this, they said that, but I will like talk about the message of, of it. And I have no problem with that. And that's what the anonymous of the program is, is I'll never, you know, I could only imagine if, we were in LA and there were famous people that we knew coming in and out of meetings. I think I might have a more difficult time. (laughs) Like if one of us went to LA and we saw Brad Pitt walk into a meeting, would you have a tough time not coming back and being like, Hey, Brad Pitt walked in. I mean, two people that are in the meeting, like, you know what I'm saying? Like if it was y'all two, I would tell you but not like tell my parents or friends outside of it or something. So that, so that's what that means to you. I mean, that's what I'd be able to control. <laughs> what I, I guess early on, I had no problem with like, I, I thought that people would, cause I have like more of a public job, even people that don't sometimes, they're scared to show their face because then they don't want somebody outside the rooms to see them and be like, Oh, they're in recovery. Like they have a problem with alcohol. So they want to hide. And I'm glad I didn't really, I didn't have much of that outside of the, because I think I was ashamed before, you know, before getting sober. So I wasn't concerned with somebody, you know, seeing me go in, um, even though I don't talk about it. Did you guys have a difficult time? Or I guess what's your take on uh, anonymity inside, outside the rooms? Well, for me, actually, I, I just had a, a situation come up. You remember I was at, at work and I was talking to you about this gentleman who uh, he's like, do you like country music? And I was like, yeah, yeah. And he's like, what do you listen to? I was like, and I told him your station. Yeah. And he's like, you know, he, then he said your name, your stage name. And I was like, oh, he's, he's, he's one of my best friends. And he's like, no way. And um, he's like, he's like, I, I think I won something. Can you ask him if I, if I, <laughs> if, I if I won the concert and, and, and when, when can I get my stuff? <laughs> so, and then we had that exchange and stuff. And, I was like, what do you guys do? I was like, oh, me and a couple, me and him and another friend, we do a podcast. And I was like, ooh. And then he's like, okay. He didn't say anything. And then a couple, um, I think a day or two later, he's like, hey, what's that What's that podcast you guys do? I was like, uh. And I was like, um, I don't think, no, he's like, what? What? where can I listen to that podcast? And, mm. I, and then I was like, um, 
he's like, what do we, it's, I was like, well, it's, it's on Apple. I just said that. He's like, oh, I have a galaxy. I guess I can't listen to it. I was like, <laughs> and I, I literally just tapped, I was like, oh, I guess not. And then I never had to bring it up or anything. And, um, because you know, that would be breaking your anonymity. Mm, yeah. And, um, mine at the same time. And, um, but luckily it was a good lesson on, you know, don't tell the general public about the podcast. If you, if they already, if they know the people in it, because that's a, a true fire way to be like, Oh, I have this juicy information. Um, not that, you know, any one of us would, it's, it's not my place to tell on you guys um, about your personal experiences. So um, luckily I was saved um, because not everyone can be cool and have an apple. <laughs> Whatever. But um, sorry, Dennis. Um, <laughs> when, it, when it comes to anonymity, my, um, my wife, who's also in the program, has it, it down really good. She's just like, she basically she's caught me a few times like yeah don't if you're you know keep it in the meeting like well if someone says share something in the meeting don't share it with other people you know even if they're in aa just it's they're not in the meeting so don't share it you know so so <laughs> like if somebody had a problem or somebody relapsed or something that they shared yeah um, yeah you know, that's that's just, you know, it's splitting hairs at that point. If we're all in the recovery together, you know, but um, my wife's like, listen, it's it's really is it is it gossip or are you helping someone? That's what you should really focus on. Like if you're helping someone, you're asking someone for advice, someone you trust, like a, an older gentleman, uh, like, hey, I've got this guy. He shared this in the meeting. He really needs help. What can I do to help him? Or if you're just gossiping. I think that's a good way to find out, you know, what's, you know, as far as in the meeting, um, most people I've shared a few, I mean, with my closest friends at work, not at Disney, but at the other place, you know, I, they know that I don't drink and I, I've told them that I'm in recovery and, and they just, they're like, Oh, okay, that's cool. And sometimes people will be like, Oh, I, I have this uncle. He's in recovery and he's not doing so good. And stuff like that but um i don't know that's my uh two cents on it you know don't gossip and really don't don't share other people's stuff ever really and um you know your father-in-law ex-father-in-law what he did was i i just don't think he knew any better um that's when you 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 know you did what you did you were early in recovery you got angry but that's okay you know, sometimes you just have to have a conversation with people. And if they keep doing it, then you can get angry. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, James. Dennis? Yeah. The floor is yours. Uh, um, yeah, I think y'all pretty much touched on it. For me, like, for my anonymity, I don't really care, you know, like, there's a lot more things about me. I'd rather people not know than the fact that I'm used like as an alcoholic, but now I'm in working on it kind of thing, you know, because to me, that's a positive thing, you know, but that's just me. Um, but typically I don't reveal it to people 
when I first like meet them or whatever, you know, I rather like wait until I get to know them when it or it comes up where rather than just put it in like, Oh, by the way, I'm an alcoholic. Nice to meet you. You know, that kind of thing. Um, so, but a lot of times it doesn't come up. I'm sure I interact with people all the time that have no idea that, you know, that it's a big part of my life kind of thing. Um, like even like making movies, like when me and James would make movies and stuff, we'd never mention it to anyone that we were on set with or whatever. But like people would ask, Oh, how do you know each other? And we'd be like, Oh, we, we met in church or whatever, you know? Um, and it's usually not a big deal, but as far as other people, like I think someone in our home group will always say after, like if you're standing next to them after they, after that closing prayer and stuff and they do the like what you see here what you hear here let it stay here he always goes you can tell people that i or that you were here you just can't tell them i was here like that's what he would say at the end of everyone and that's kind of how i i look at it it's like the anonymity is like mine to break so i can go and tell anyone in the world that i like i'm an alcoholic but i can't tell anyone else or I can't tell them that anyone else was, you know, um, it's like touching on like what James is talking about with his wife is like, I, I talk to his wife a lot. Um, and so when she's like, like she sponsors a bunch of ladies and stuff. So when she's having like an issue or something, like she'll call me up sometimes and like vent it and go through it all. But like for her, like to protect their anonymity, she just doesn't say who they are. You know, we talk about the issue and try to find a solution and it's irrelevant on who that issue or that solution is connected to. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's where that line is with the gossip and the not gossip kind of thing. It's like, if I'm talking to James or Mike about someone else, are we talking like to help that person or to figure out an uh, issue or are we just spreading gossip you know there like if you pay attention you know when someone's spreading gossip versus like trying to help a friend you know but I, i'm interested in because like now like doing what we do like what me and james are doing i have like now a persona online that's under a different name that like, you know, it almost feels like a superhero identity, right? Like everyone I'm interacting with online doesn't know who I, like Dennis is as a real person. And a, a lot of them don't even know that like, it's actually Dennis and James there, you know, most of them just assume it's just me until I like bring it up that long ago, I'm actually two people. But um, so that's interesting, but like, Mike, you deal with it too, where you have multiple like identities in a way, you know, you have your radio show, you have your life and, you know, your alcohol, like, so how do like we deal with that? You know, how does that all like interconnect and where does the anonymity fall when you have like different levels of anonymity in each identity? I sense that I feel like I've been able to uh, pick up on any time because there's, I mean, there's a lot of 
within my job, I think it's because stereotypically and accurately in that stereotype, um, since it's tied within country music, I have never been to, I had never been to a country concert before starting it back in 2016 when I got hired. And it was just the most raucous, like the bartenders at all the shows, they never cut anybody off. They just keep <laughs> serving them. And it's like, oh yeah. my Lord. Like, and, and I'm not talking about though, at this one place, like every place, every place, they're just like, you know, yep, keep serving you, keep serving. So, and if you don't drink, they do a lot of times, not all of them. And I think it's honestly got better the last six years, or maybe I just haven't. Uh, felt it as much now that I have you know a few more 24 hours under my belt um, the first show there was somebody who said that he wanted to buy me a shot and I said no I don't I don't drink and he's like you don't drink he's like well then we got to get you drunk and he <laughs> started to try pouring a shot like he's he's like you're gonna take this you're gonna take this and got like in my face with it. I just ended up walking away from the guy and he started like following me around and it was like way too much. So now I say, I always make sure we talked about this last podcast. I always make sure that I have a drink in my hand. I usually at a show, uh, not because I'm trying to deceive anybody, but I don't want to be in that situation. So I put a, uh, a red bull on ice. So it looks like the same color as a beer or a mixed drink, and I just keep that in my hand the entire time. So that way I don't run into that situation. But there's been so many people that <sighs> have come up to me and said, like, oh, you don't, you, I, like, I heard you don't drink. Or actually, when I was, uh, oddly enough, and I never have talked about it, I went on a date a year and a half ago when I was on those dating sites with somebody and we like sat down and before even ordering drinks, the very first date that we went on, we went to the boathouse in Disney Springs and had the menus in front of us. She looked at me and she said, you don't drink. Right. And I had never talked about it. So nowhere, anywhere. And she said, you just, you put off, like a vibe like you don't drink and i i asked her like a little like what she's like I, it just seems like you don't drink so that's why and i still to this day don't know what that is but may i maybe it's confidence of not needing that because i i feel like i was weak when i needed to lean on alcohol to get through you know so maybe it's a little bit of that, but I had, uh, I don't know. I think after a while, it just becomes you, you know? And at that point I had seven years, like you guys, you guys are way more confident. even, even though Dennis, you, you bash yourself as far as, you know, saying with the anxiety issues that you're dealing with this and that the confidence that you have is I guarantee way more than it was five years ago, you know, 
Wait. Yeah, I agree with that for sure. So any issues, it's, it's like a different thing, you know? So I think just, and if somebody is going through something and say, says that they're having a tough time and they don't want to drink, I've had friends say that they don't want to drink anymore. And I don't say, well, you should go to an AA meeting. I, I say, listen, I've had things that are really terrible that have happened to me the last seven years. Through by just keeping on walking, and if I started drinking again, that's sitting in the issue, you know, and not actually making through. So I say, well, I like I'm going to a meeting. Like, if you want to go, I won't schedule around for somebody else unless it's like a twelve step call. So I, but I'll tell them, oh, I'm going. Like, if you want to go, I'll come pick you up, you know. But um, I think talking and living in the hey this is like every day can be like what facebook looks like that everything is great if that's what you talk about i believe things get magnified so if you talk about the problem the problem gets bigger if you talk about the solution or how big your god is then that gets bigger you know and that's what's important so i think that's a good thing to um think about as far as the anonymity of it is the issues that people go through in the rooms if you can find somebody and you know somebody has the solution you know um if i know somebody is dealing with anxiety and they talk about it in in the rooms i i don't feel bad at all saying to dennis hey uh this person shared about this do is go to a meeting and then raise his hand with that person in the next meeting and talk about uh, anxiety, you know, and how he got through it. Or the same thing with James. If somebody's talking about, um, you know, possibly tough, th- uh, stressful situations that I know James has gone through or uh, having distance between them and their kids and how to deal with it. I know James has got that playbook because he's lived it um, and can probably bring it. So I feel like that's not breaking any anonymity in that regard. Sorry if I went on long, guys. Well, but your little story reminded me of something and it kind of illustrates how like kind of casual I am with my anonymity, but like not telling people is like when I went to my nephew's party the other day like birthday party like i don't know a few weeks a month ago or whatever like one of my brother-in-laws like and i've mentioned it before where every time i go to thanksgiving or christmas he'll offer me a beer or whatever and then like so this time at the at the kid's birthday party he offers me a beer he's like here you want one and i like take it i look at it and i was like wait is this alcohol yeah it's like no i'm good and he's like what you don't like drink anymore and it's like and i looked at him and I'm like dude like no <laughs> and he's like well, i thought i thought it was just drugs and stuff and and i was like well you know you're kind of in it for it all you know and blah 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 and he's like, i was like dude you know this like you've known this for years now and he's like well i didn't know i don't know so it just kind of like shows like to me anyways how much like 
I can be like how much like recovery and stuff can be such an integral part of my life. But like people that are close to me can kind of forget, you know what I'm saying? Because I, I'm not out there preaching it or telling it to everyone all the time kind of thing. Mm. That's James. Anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all our traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. We'll be back next Thursday, sharing our experience, strength, and hope with you with episode 130, where the defective character is entirely ready to have all these character defects removed. Remember, what you hear, let it stay here. Here, here, here. here. here, here. And we'll see you next time. Woohoo!